Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the PhD Podcast. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. And we are excited for you Very. to be here. Thank you for showing up. We appreciate it. We come in every Thursday. It's packed today. It is packed today. Out Thank you, guys. Door. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, we do have somebody, some people up, some sections up in the nosebleed section that you guys, some, some seats up there that you guys can have. Um, I wanted to kind of get into something you we were talking about actually last episode, but it happened this week for me. Uh, you're talking about like being drowsy and waking up in a daze, yeah, in a daze, dazed and confused when you wake up. And uh, yeah, I had an elastic snapback. Um, happened. sounds like some type of fish that you're gonna, <laughs> that B could have caught on our Alaskan cruise, you know? <sighs> yeah. So, but, uh, this one, uh kind of an ordinary routine that we have, right? Like uh, waking up every day and it's over the weekend. Sometimes Lulu's got to work. Okay. Sometimes she's got to go in and um, I don't. So I'm sleeping in, right? Hell yeah. It's great. <laughs> and for the most part, like with one of us wakes up first, they kind of uh, will say, Hey, you know, love you. Have a great day. That kind of thing. So, and, uh, but I usually try not to do that to her because she kind of gets grumpy right like so i'll just like if she's kind of already awake if i've already kind of woken her up then i'll do it but a lot of times she'll have like her heads under the cover so i don't do any of that kind of shit i'm just like okay yeah, that's all B. right hey i'll just like kind of say it to myself i'll be like hey love you i'll see you later see like but uh but she uh i'm okay with it i'm, I'm not I, I wouldn't say i'm grumpy but i usually get dazed and i'm like out of it so uh you know this weekend uh I'm asleep. She's getting ready to go to work. She, uh, you know, very sweetly wakes me up, says, I love you, gives me a kiss. And I'm there and I say, love you too, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, what'd you say? And I just like started to kind of like put, like act like I was back asleep, <laughs> like I couldn't hear what she said. And uh, then she understood what I said and she just kind of started laughing, but Obviously, yeah, it's kind of mortifying, like unexpected, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if B heard that, but uh, I want to know y'all's thoughts. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, my thought initially is, what were you dreaming about? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, but it just made me re- like. Honestly, I think it's I think it's what it is, is because like it's a childhood thing. No, it might be a childhood thing, and you know whatever. Like we can get into that whole psychotherapy <laughs> aspect of it. This is the PhD. We don't have our PhD in psychiatry, it's just in life. Yeah, or just in life. But um, I think what it is is like, yeah, my mom used to wake me up like when I was younger. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, she's also one of the other ones that would be like, hey, I love you in the morning. Right, right, right. And so like, I kind of just went back into that routine of like, yeah, I love you too. Instinct, it's natural. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But Uh, it was like mortifying. So yeah, have you, that's what I want to be. Are you with us? Has he ever called you mom by accident? Like if I was asleep? No. Yeah, that happened. She was away for a second, but Sorry, she woke guys. me up and I said, she said, I love you. Gave me a kiss. And I said, love you too, mom. And she did not like that, obviously. And I was like more. Hey, at least she didn't say another girl's name. Yeah. Like it could have been Well, worse. mom is another girl. Yeah, but it's your mom. <laughs> yeah. Like that that's the safety. It was really bad. She, I mean, she played it off. She was nice about it. Dude, you're she, in the safety zone with mom. Like, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. But yeah, it was very like. 
And then we didn't talk about it. Like, you know, she like kind of laughed and she's kind of mad, or like not mad, but like, wow. And then when I got home later, like we were talking or whatever, and then it just kind of like, I made a joke about it and she was like, then it was funny. Right. But I was like, shit, this is not good. <laughs> Dude, I think it's funny. I do too. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny, but it, it uh, whatever, you know. And you know what? She is a mom, so. Hey, yeah. Love you too, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Love you too, mommy. Hold on. Yep, I knew it. Mommy milkers. There it is. Yeah. There it Sorry. Is. No disrespect to all my moms out there. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, so that was one of my, like, things that happened. It's a weird uh, thing, because you're there, but you're not there, you're not really in it. And yeah. And then, but she kind of had one, too, so we're on an even playing field now. And she didn't say anything like to me, but I told you she kind of wakes up a little grumpy sometimes. She like shut up, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what happened was we got a new couch, like we got a new, you know, all that stuff, ottoman couch, like new furniture, and it was uh, gonna get delivered to us yesterday, and uh, they were supposed to be their window. You know how they always give you windows? Yeah, between uh, yeah. 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And you're just it's like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do all day? Exactly. Uh, this one was a short window. It was 8.30 to 10.30, whatever. So not that, you know, it was a pretty decent window. Doable, yeah. Yeah, so you can watch a movie or whatever, figure it out. <laughs> uh, but I set my alarm and, uh, like, turned my ringer on just to make sure if I, for whatever reason, uh, and... My alarm went off at like seven. You know, it's the weekend. I'm not gonna like wake up. I mean, seven is early for the weekend. Pretty early for the weekend Kelly. for me, at least. But I'm saying like, uh, you know. Anyway, so it went off, and she thought, in her dazed mind, thought it was the movers calling us to say oh. they're here. She started going off on me. You didn't set an alarm. What the? F-? And I'm like, this is the <laughs> oh alarm going off God. right now. You, what the hell are you doing to me? Because we had to move. We had to move the couch, like the old couch, around. That's what we. We had to, some preparation. We had to get done prior to them showing up. Right. right? So right. she was like freaking out. Like God dang it, Kellen. Yeah. yeah. So dude, it, I. That's one of the best. And then she. That's one of the best feelings, though, is when, when you know you're in right. That's in the right, yeah. and they. Snap it, yeah. Yeah, that happened literally two days ago when we were driving to Albertsons. Yeah, I always get on to him because he will be telling me a story while we're driving and we'll miss our. Oh exit yeah, every I'd, single time. I do that to her. She too. was like, "I, I do was that like, to where Lula. are you going? She's like, where are you? Where are you going?" And then I realized, I'm like, I'm taking the <laughs> fastest way there. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. Is what made it worse. He just, I he turned and then we came up on it. And she didn't realize where we were, and I turned into the parking lot of where we were. Oh, going. that's a baller man. And I was like, <laughs> what I did is I kind of did the same thing. I didn't say anything back. She, you know, snapped. She had a little. <laughs> she had this little moment where she was freaking out, then realized it. And all I did was just hit the snooze button and said, "We got it." That was the early alarm. <laughs> yeah, we, got we got another thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I love that. I love getting thirty more minutes in. Dude, I love that. That's what, another thing I do, uh, and I, I've done this since college. We used to have a thing that some me and my roommates in college used to do. But like, uh, let's say you have to wake up at seven, right? You don't necessarily want to wake up at like six fifty nine yeah and throw a Hail Mary. But what we would do is like we'd set an alarm. I throw a lot of Hail Marys. <laughs> Sometimes we'd set an alarm at like five mm. in the morning. Oh, so you get to go back to yes, sleep. You get to go best. back to sleep. Oh like God, that. you're doing yourself a yeah. favor. <laughs> and we start turning it in <laughs> Yeah. We started turning it into a routine. It was me and two other guys. We all like slept in the same room. 
uh, and it was during like pledge ship. So you had to be up like super early, right? You'd have to be down in the kitchen by seven, I think. I think it was seven. It might have been six. Yeah. But uh, one of us would set an alarm till to five, you know? Right. And this is so dumb, but we'd be like, uh, the guy who the alarm would be, he'd be like, hey, uh, it's five. We got to get up. And then we'd all go, fuck that. And just go, <laughs> go back, back to, to sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It's just a little camaraderie. Just something to get you through yeah. bloodship. No, 100%. And I mean, dude, it's it's weird how you're like giving yourself a gift. Uh, the gift exactly. of 30 more minutes of sleep or an hour or however long. Yeah. Because I, I am the same way. I set like eight alarms. Same. But the reason I set eight alarms is I do wake up for the first one. Yeah. But I just like the feeling of... More sleep. More sleep and then slowly waking up. Exactly. I'm it's, not a jump out of bed kind of guy. Me neither. I don't and I don't think a lot of people are. You do have to train yourself to be that way, I think. But uh, when you're like having to go to work and stuff like that and have to be up, like training yourself to wake up to one alarm, that's some, that's rolling the dice. <laughs> yeah, you know? it is. It and is. there's no, uh, there's nothing. Okay, let's say you wake up at five. All right, and you go on a walk and you do all that shit before work or you before you to start your day. That's a different category, and those people are psycho. You're like, five to nine before you're nine five, to five. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I mean, it, it's there's a special breed of people that can do that. I'm not one of those people. Like, yeah. When I'm it, when it's I don't to, I don't like most of those kinds of people. Well, you there's uh it's like a type A. I don't think you and I are They're type like A's. they just come across as like you lazy fuck, and I'm like dude. Yeah, the David Groggins of the world. Yeah, well, no, I I think he's motivational though. I know. I'm I'm yeah. just saying he. But yes, in that vein. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I also don't think I think they're just psychos, but I don't hate them. Like no, they're just psychos. No, no, no. no hate here. They're just like a little yeah. bit. They're they're a little bit more abnormal than I'm allowed. Like I'm giving myself time to sleep in because I'm setting my or the illusion of I'm sleeping in because I'm setting my alarm at five. Those people are waking up at five to go walk, yeah, and do all that stuff. Yeah. And then their day's already started. I know some people like that. And they'll be posting themselves at the gym at four thirty in the morning and like I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. Like, My cheer coach in college, um, he's married. The wife was the other cheer coach. Yeah. He would wake up at three forty five in the morning. He showered, went to the gym. And then he went to like the college gym and yeah. then we would meet him up there for like 5 a.m. Um, practice yeah. workouts. And then he would just like go home, get his kids ready. Like waking up at 3.45 it's in crazy. the morning, that's criminal. So it's I feel crazy. like the reason why some people like that I do have... it is because that's like their time where they don't have to worry about yeah. the kids or like... We're night owls. Like part of me understands that, but I could. I don't think I could ever do that. You and I are night owls. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sleep at that time. Yeah. I do have. There is somebody that I work with that uh, does. I mean, like, so the work at our, the where I work, there a lot of stuff starts very very early in the morning, uh, and you know, he's up at three in the morning, like you're talking about cheer Crazy. coach. He goes. He but he likes sleep too. So he's going to bed at like seven. And yeah. uh, I don't know if I could do that. Like that, to me, that's that's too tough. But um, you're right. When With people like that do that, they are, there's a certain type of, they, they're usually very successful. Well, 
Yeah. There's a to degree, like, okay, like the David Groggins of the world or like the motivational speakers or, uh, but there's also a group of those people that do it to, like, you got a lot of those like finance, no, I wouldn't say finance bros. Who they try to emulate. They try to emulate it. They're like, yeah. you know, like, oh, if I do this, I'm going to be like them. And I take the cold, the cold shower, the, the cold, cold bath, yeah, cold plunge in the morning to yeah. wake me up, and then I do this, and then I go after this. Uh, you know, I do my my skincare routine or wh- whatever. Like, there's yeah. a, there's, it is to give the illusion that the other people are doing that are successful. And then there's the people that have to, like you're talking about, like when I worked on ranches, yeah. Um, <laughs> This one ranch I worked at very, very briefly in Montana, I didn't have uh, power. I didn't have electricity. didn't have running water. I didn't have yeah. anything. Um, and there was one morning, um, he was he was pissed, super mad at me. He was like, you're, you're an hour and a half late. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm an hour and a half late. He's like, you're supposed to be down here. You're supposed to wake I'm like, I don't have an alarm, bro. How am I supposed <laughs> to wake up? And he literally goes, the sun. And I was yeah. like, jeez, that's a little, a little yeah. much. But yeah, they don't. Some people operate without an alarm. Yeah. They just wake up They're before the sun comes clock. up. It's crazy. And it's crazy to me because those people, I feel like were trained. They did that so much. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. like that pop-up is. Yeah. On the cruise, we were in Alaska, so we were four hours behind y'all, and he was waking up at 7 a.m. Texas time. So He was still on that clock? His biological clock. He was, like, waking up, and he would just, like, walk around the cruise ship. But he's like that at home, too. Like, he doesn't use an alarm clock anymore. Yeah, that's wild. But he would get up at, like, 5 a.m. Dude, I wish I would. Yeah. I wish I had that. There'd be less anxiety in my life if I was able to just like, yeah, wake up when I needed to wake up. And that's the thing. Uh, I can't do that because there's been times where I have either forgot to set an alarm for or slept through my alarm and woken up to text messages or phone calls. Oh, and that's, that's the, the worst. worst feeling. Oh my God, that's the worst. It's the worst. Like, And when you see it and it's from you know the person that you're like reporting to and it says, where are you? You might as well just. I'm like, I might as well quit. Yeah, that might be the end of. That's the end of this. Like, yeah, I you, hate that feeling. You, you, you get pretty good at coming up with stories, though. Yeah, it's like, okay, shit. Sorry. All right, which one am I using today? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, I have come to find out because it happened uh, probably about a year ago was the last time it's actually happened. I, you know, just like I, it, they don't, they know that's what happened. So if you're just like, yeah, I'm sorry, I just like I slept through my alarm, like. It's like, okay, we'll just get here when you can. Dude, yeah. Then, you, like, that's yeah. it. I was in a corporate meeting one time, um, very, very corporate company, and I, I showed up. Um, I was very well late, mm. and the g- general manager stopped the meeting when I walked in. <laughs> nice. And uh, he asked me, he said, why, why, why are you late? And everyone in the room, it's like, I mean, Think about a corporate meeting room, conference room. That's yeah. what it was. The big chairs, everything. And everyone was expecting that I would say traffic or I got a flat tire. Yeah. Or I was like uh, straight up overslept. And, <laughs> yeah. and I thought me saying that would yeah. be like brutal honesty. Like he's going to brush it off. And he was even more mad. Uh. And I was like, bro. So I guess you are better off just saying that uh, you got a flat tire or something. Sometimes, yeah. 
Um, even if they know that you actually just overslept. In that, in that circumstance, like in front of a yeah. room of people, you got to lie. Yeah. You got to lie. When it's yeah. like just you and, you know, the your boss who's actually, you know, cool and they're just like trying to figure out where you're at, making sure you're not dead, whatever. Yeah, you got to just say, hey. See, I thought he'd respect the boldness no, of no, just no, like, no, 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 no. not at all, dude. <laughs> and that's another thing. We stigmatize like sleep way too much as a society. Yeah. Like, I like sleep. I do. Uh, and I've been, I, I, Hank, we have a, like a group chat with a bunch of my Pudge brothers and stuff. And they remember that. We actually got in trouble one time because I accidentally overslept or like, you know, <laughs> fell asleep when I wasn't supposed to be asleep kind of a thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, whatever. And maybe I'm just coming from a place where everyone's like, you're crazy. But I, we do do that. Like where it's like, oh, you woke up at seven or you woke up at eight. Like I've been up since this or, oh, wow, you, 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 you woke up at nine. I've been up since this, and it's just like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Where's your award that you want so badly? Yeah. What is this thing? Yeah, Yeah, I hate that. That's not a battle I pick. I'm like, you know what? I got friends, you know, that wake up at three in the afternoon. Right. Um, But based on their lifestyle and their careers, they can do that. Yeah. Um, And some people like to give them shit. And I'm like, yeah, but you got a factor is... You know, they're up their clock asleep. is just different. It's yeah. They work the night shift, basically. Yeah. I don't know. On the night shift. Yeah. They, and, um, like, okay, summertime right now, uh, Alex is asleep. My stepson is, like, super off. <laughs> he, when I come home from work, he's still asleep, right? But when I'm going to work, he's wide awake, like, just. I'm wide awake. All, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, you know, all the snacks are out, everything. Like, he just. Has been through it, you know. <laughs> I'm, it's so funny, honestly. Like when I go to work, I'm like out the door or whatever, and he's got like you know his TV on. He's got the phone. He's like playing with his toys, and I'm just like, long night. And he's like, or he'll try to fake asleep. He'll try to turn everything. Yes, off and, there's that move too. And yeah. like put his head under the covers. I'm like, and I just you know you see the TV screen like close or whatever how it does it now. Oh, and yeah. uh, it's just fun to be on the other side of that because I definitely I had to do doing that. that as a kid. Yeah, but I, I'd always fuck up, and my arm would be really uncomfortable or something. I'm yeah, like, oh my god, <laughs> she's looking. I'm gonna fucking move it. Yeah, yeah. it's so it's fun to be on the other side of that. It's oh, fun yeah. to like, dude. Fun catching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. I'm just doing, and especially I told you guys last uh, episode, like he had surgery and all that kind of stuff. I've had surgery on. My Achilles tendon, both of them. Yeah. And I remember, like, for the both of them, actually, my parents kind of came down and helped me out a little bit and did some cooking. And, you know, because I, I... You're immobile. Yeah. I'm immobile. And uh, now I'm kind of, again, on the other side of it. So it's just it's just cool. And baseball, we've been talking about all that. Right. And soccer. Right. And Full circle, you just, get to be that guy. Yeah, it's just fun. That's cool. Um. Okay, so... Before this, I hope this is quick. If it's not, then excuse me. But we we have gotten a new segment that we've done uh, a couple times called Chronically Online. Uh, I'm going to do mine first. And what it is is we just talk about what's on our For You page or what's on our thread or Instagram. Yeah, that's what's be, going on online. Would be different from yours. And I'm just you know giving you an insight to my world. And then B, when we come back from the break, is going to uh, give us some insight on what what is making her chronically online. Uh, for me, uh, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole, okay? 
mine, I saw this uh, TikTok. It was about, you know, a stand-up comedian, and she's doing crowd work. And she's talking to this lady in the front row or this girl in the front row. She's asking her what she does for work, all this kind of stuff. And she is uh, like a PR person, like a marketing for uh, the Empire State Building. And the comedian had like a funny take on it, basically saying like, how does the Empire State Building need PR? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought it was really funny. And... Uh, and so I was just like, and she was riffing on it and all that kind of stuff. And it was, you know, it was like this 20 year old girl that was like the PR. Right. So, uh, and I was kind of looking at some of the comments and they were like blowing up the empire. They're like, shouldn't say that about buildings in New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were, they were giving the empire state, fil- state buildings, TikTok page flowers about how they do a very good job. Like they're like, no, yeah, why would like, you need to like, it kind of stands out on its own. It stands out on its own. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go check out the empire state buildings, you know, TikTok page and see how they've been doing. And dude, they like kill it over there. Wow. So I was going to show you a couple of them and we can kind of like, uh, you know, get into, the, I guess there's the, some lore to it too. There's some lore. Yeah. So, I mean, I figure they, I mean, so my first impression guess would be that it's, they really market it for the tourist side of it. They could, and they do that every once in a while. But, but I would have to guess also the history. I don't know. So what they do is, and that's a good, that, like, that's what you would think. If you were, that's probably why you and I are not, like, PR people for a company. But uh, for younger generations, like, they can easily smell out someone who's just trying to market or sell to them. And we did, too, a little bit. But at the same point, we kind of like that. And, and as a... There's a there's a point where it's like okay I like a good commercial every once in a while like a, a yeah. jing, I like a good jingle you know what I mean oh jingle don't get me started on yeah. jingles dude I got asked to write a jingle oh yeah that's some good money and I'm having a hard time it's it's really been throwing me for a loop but yeah I do like a good commercial or jingle every once in a while because it brings me back a little I think jingles are also making a comeback because like uh, think about the Whopper. Whopper, you know what I mean? I know it's older now, but like, think about how well that one did. I just realized something. What? I haven't thought about this in years. I made a cassette tape. With jingles? For Chili's when I was a kid. Oh, their baby back ribs. And I brought it. I think I've told you this a while back, but I brought it into the local Chili's. (laughs) <laughs> and handed them a cassette tape and they were like what the fuck is this i was like y'all need to listen to this this and is for y'all just give it to it mr chili's like, i want my baby back baby back baby back <laughs> just give it to mr chili's i want a record deal <laughs> yeah, yeah. um okay but yeah i think jingles are making its comeback too because think about it I and mean, this is a little bit off topic obviously because this is but marketing commercial um if you get that sound like that Whopper sound, people used it for everything, right? And yeah. then it got blown up, and then people are, you know, talking about Burger King. It sticks. Um, jingles are kind of, I think, like the new. They're they're back, if that makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense. Okay. Anyway, Empire State Building. Um, this is there's a page. They've got a bunch of followers. They got close to a million followers wow. on uh, at least TikTok, right? Over thirty five million likes, and it's run by probably you know a couple twenty year olds. Uh, and what they do is 
they talk a lot of shit about the sh- buildings in Chicago. Oh, and they okay. like talk about like they give they give all these buildings personalities, right? It's like building baiting, yeah, yeah. And they uh, so here's a video, and they do the uh, they do the, like the um, I guess you would say filter where that's just their eyes and their mouth. Okay. And they put that over the Empire State Building. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. Or other buildings. They put the filter on it. So yep. here's like, and see, they got the dude from Stranger Things. He showed up at the Empire okay. State Building. Yeah, yeah. And then Grant Hill has been there, you know? All right, anyways, so here's like, here's one with the... So bad, I want to give you a zero, but that's not possible. So I give you a one. Uh, and they show, yeah, they show a different I'm, building. Yeah. yeah, and so like... They've been getting into that a lot, uh, and they've what took it to the next level is you know with everybody. Everybody likes to ship couples. Uh, they have kind of had a crush on a building for a while. Okay, you know what I mean. So the romantic, the sex appeal. Yeah, and so there's been um, <laughs> what building do you think they went after? Any building in the world. It can be. Is it an RIP? Is it a long lost love? Is it a building that's still standing? It's still standing. Okay, <laughs> no, not those two. Okay, it's still there. This one is still standing. Okay, uh, and it's uh, gosh, I'm going to say it's in New York. No, this one is. This one's a different. Ooh, that makes it really tough. Yeah, doesn't matter. Well, I'll just play it anyways if I can find it. But there's a. So they've been here. Uh, they just broke up. Okay. It was Big Ben. Oh. Uh, in London. Yeah. Also, whoever runs this account is a big uh, Swifty. So they use a bunch of like Swifty sounds and stuff like that. I wonder, yeah, yeah. And that or, plays into or it. Or it's just that it gets them views. That too. It, it's a little bit of both, but uh, Taylor Swift has a song called London Boy. Okay, so yeah, you could use that and, and make so, it clever. You know, she used you that. Could, you could draft a narrative around that yeah, pretty so, easily. So they used that and like kind of makes sense. Uh, so their Empire State Building's a female. Yeah, and so uh, this is this is titled uh, "Thank You for the Respect for Our Privacy at This Time." We love all of you. Hashtag NYC. Hashtag Empire State Building. Hashtag New York. New York City. Hashtag Big Ben. Hashtag London. And. Uh, it's t- uh, the top, the little title. It says, "We have something to tell you guys." Oh, we have some so exciting news. Ben and I have decided to take a little break. <laughs> side eye to look at him. Soft lips, side eye. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. So they've they that, have, that is smart marketing. Yeah, and so yeah. they go after like you know these buildings, and then you look old. You look dry. Or they'll do... You look crusty. You know, talk shit about other buildings. You just look disgusting. You look like you have no vibe. You look old. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. so they'll do a bunch of that. They, like, you know, kind of... Or they'll talk about other buildings in New York. Uh, Like, her and the Chrysler building have, like, a a good dynamic where, uh, you know, one's, like, the the black cat and the other one's, like, the golden retriever. So they're, like, you know, good duo. But that's kind of what my... um, (laughs) <laughs> that was my rabbit hole thing was just going after this PR like this Empire State Building thing and it was really good, clever and I liked it a lot <laughs> yeah. but it sounds crazy uh, that's good it's good yeah. I, like it. I like it we're gonna take a break <laughs> when we come back we're gonna get some some more chronically online it's uh, fun stuff I would never think about yeah uh, B's got one for us I'm excited to hear about it so we will be right back
All right, friends, we're back. And uh, man, the Empire State Building, it really got my brain thinking. Yeah. It really got me flowing on some ideas. And I think part of it is like the the New Age filter mm-hmm. and integrating stuff like that. Yeah. You got to be on top of it, but you also got to make it your own. And I think they did a good job of doing that. But so shout out the Empire State Building. Yeah, shout out, uh, go, go, for, they're really funny. And, you know, those, Two or three, like, uh, I don't even know. I don't want to call them interns because I know they work there. So, like, PR team, shout out to y'all because that I, I, I went, did a huge deep dive, <laughs> saw, like, you know, all that. I saw that the uh, Space Needle, we talked about Seattle last week. That was y'all's first love, apparently, the Empire State Building and him. That was, oh, they, that was their first love. Yeah. And they okay. were talking about that, you know, threw a Taylor Swift song up on it. But this, now we're going to, uh, Get B's. B's gonna do her chronically online, and I want to hear about it because I know it's different than yours. Yeah, guys. it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah, I have a different definition of chronically online. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just this side of TikTok I'm on. So, I think. Okay, so I saw this video, and it. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but um, it was this girl. I think maybe they. Um, I don't know their pronouns. Sure. So. Anyways, um, they were saying that they just got done with an interview and the interviewer like blew up on this person because mm. of a question that this person asked. And they were like, I just got yelled at in an interview for a really reasonable question I asked. I have time blindness. And so I wanted to know what their um, accommodations for that. And what I don't know time? if y'all know what time blindness is. Uh-uh. It means um, that you want to sleep until the last possible second and you only allot um, a certain amount of time so that like like everything has to fall into place and you'll be there on time. Sure. So like you've got to brush your teeth in this many seconds, you got to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And if anything else happens, you're going to be late. Yes. So okay, I might have time blindness. I think I do too. I'm blind as but fuck. Why, <laughs> why it's going viral right now is because the person is saying that like you need to accommodate for my lateness. Mm. Like it's a condition. Like it's a no. It's well. Yeah, it's, but it's like hey, I have these limitations. Like you have. Yes, to. but what you're saying and what everyone on the internet is saying is you're going to a company and saying I have this problem. I have not done any work to fix it. Right. I'm not going to accommodate you guys by waking up earlier. Right. And I need y'all to accommodate me because Hell. I'm going to be perpetually late. Yeah, there's God, a simple Everyone wild. is losing their mind. I on would this be person. too. Yeah. yeah, it's like everyone. It's like one of the most chronically online things there's, I've ever seen. There's a simple solution, obviously, that you already said mentioned was yeah, just wake up earlier, and that is like I've noticed. Like I, I, I guess you say you can say I have undiagnosed time blindness. <laughs> I do too. I'm so bad about but time. But so, I, I do wake up like, and you know, I've got a routine there where it's like, even if something happens. So for example, like I told you, Alex, uh, he's already up. He'll be like, hey, can I, I'm hungry. Can I have something to eat? Like I have time a lot. Like I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's, there's enough time in that now. Yeah, so. you're prepared. Right. So, uh, but I get that. Like I'm, I definitely have been like that, but uh, so is there more to this, or is that the person clapped back, or um, the person has made more videos mm-hmm. and they just like very it's a egocentric, like I don't, I am not making any issue, like I don't have any problems, like this is everybody. Down. It's a young person, 
yeah, probably early 20s, maybe my age. They're doubling so, down for sure. I think that they're really here. pushing the bar to see how far it can go. Um, but also, like, why? Like, I've never heard of time blindness, first of yeah, all. Yeah, that's new to, new to me. Um, and I think it's funny that it has a name. Yeah. I think that's funny. Also, I want to know what this person's family life is like. Okay. Well, you can say her. Sorry. Her. Was really okay. Me. So it's a girl. Yeah. It's a girl. Okay. So I want to know what her family life is like yeah. uh, or how she grew up because to get to that point in life that you're willing to go to your employer and propose this idea that, hey, I'm really bad at time management. Yeah. And you guys got to just work with me here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I don't even know what job it was, but yeah. We talked about showing up late. Like, that's not something that should be happening every day. Every day it's a problem. If uh, that's, I think, and also what, what I was saying earlier about like, if you're just honest, you're like, yeah, I woke up late. Like, I didn't mean, I just slept through my alarm. <laughs> if you have that track record of not doing that, then it's, you're golden. Right. 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 But if it's like, I slept through my alarm. Okay, it's well, don't let it happen again. And then the next day, oh, well, you know, I slept till the last minute. And Yeah, it's like if you live in or around a Metroplex that you have to drive through to get to yeah. work and saying the traffic was bad. Right. Like, okay, well, it's, like, it's bad every day, so. Yeah, you know you got to leave 15 yeah. minutes. You know you got to leave right. 15 oh. minutes. When I come over here, when I come over here to do the podcast, I'm usually smooth sailing. Like, there's never. Yeah. Now, there was, like, we had a little bit of rain. There today. was some pre precipitation. Yeah. Um, and it flooded a little bit over. Uh, did I tell you this, or I was just talking to B about this? There was a, it flooded a little bit, like, under an underpass. Okay. And I think what happened is, you know, someone, they were hitting their brakes. Because these people, like, it was, there were, I don't think there was any fatalities, but. It was bad. It was at least three cars. Ooh. They uh, were probably hitting their brake when they went through the, you know. And then, uh, like, obviously, we all know when it rains, the oil pulls up. Since I'm going slow now because there's a traffic stop, I'm seeing all the oil. Like, all the, like. Yeah. Uh, just the purple and the green and the whatever. So mm. I could tell exactly what happened. It was like looking at a crime scene, obviously, you know. Uh, <laughs> but also, if you have those details when you're talking about, hey, I got stuck in traffic, people don't feel as bad for you because you're like, oh, yeah. what happened? What's oh, yeah, it's so true. I used yeah. to, yeah. You know what I, I would do a couple times when I had to drive to the office uh, in Dallas? Because, um, dude, it's already far from here. But then you yeah. add, like, the time of a lot of their meetings um the start of their meetings i would like literally hit peak traffic here yes and so even if i left it was funny because there was days i would leave like late and get there on time and then there was days i'd leave early and be late because mm -hmm. it all depended on the flow of traffic yeah so anytime i was late and there was a wreck like on the picture? on the map i would pull my phone out yeah you take pictures. and i'd show them yep. or i'd text it to them and be like all right or, or i'd take a picture in front of me and all you see is red tail lights yep i'm like it's a parking lot on the highway that's a good way to do it just oh yeah always uh, have like, listen you know i i can't now or flat tire you take a picture of the flat tire now how that i do that in college how that about six flat tires in college so Jeez. <laughs> Oh, damn. Damn. They need to recall that car. Are you plugging the no, same tire? No, they need tire? to repave the 
roads in Louisiana. That's true too. Oh I yeah. Know that. <laughs> yeah. So that's the interesting thing. Like when where we went to college and Kellen, you lived in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. The roads in Oklahoma versus Texas, their tax dollars are spent entirely different. Um, that's what Louisiana is. Their drinking yeah. age was eighteen, yeah. the longest. So they didn't get government funding. For somebody, for a state that has like eighteen being a cutoff for a lot of st- or drinking for a while. When I used to go to Louisiana, um, and I still do, it's not like I have stopped, uh, 21 is like, you can't do a lot of things unless you're 21 uh, there. Like we went and I did, we went for a bowl game. Uh, I think, you know, like A&M was playing. I didn't go to A&M. I had a bunch of buddies who went to A&M. They were playing Georgia, and we went to go watch that game. And then afterwards, his older brother, you know, he's older. He's probably, he's past 21. They would go to like the casinos. They would do all these things, and I couldn't do any of that. But here, like, in if you go across to the Windstar to Oklahoma, you got to be eighteen, and you got you can have all the fun you want. You don't even got to be that. I went yeah. in high school. Yeah, uh, we did get okay. We did get busted. We did. We, okay, we, yeah. get a... we did get in trouble. We didn't have but to be no, 18. but I'm saying it's pretty loose. It's yeah. pretty loose. Um, they don't check your IDs when you walk into a casino. No, and like in Oklahoma, the the casinos there that are you know yeah. through Indian reservations um or indian established like casinos like choctaw yeah windstar like um they they have different things about them like for example blackjack if you're playing blackjack you got an annie on blackjack which gets annoying to me sure um but also the other side of it was it wasn't like you're in vegas or somewhere so yeah you could get away with with a little bit more um, dude, I forget that that's like a thing. So I'll be like, you know, going in places and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I don't have my ID. Like, I don't yeah. even think about it anymore. Dude, Lulu is so bad at that. But it's so crazy because that's all I ever used to think about was. It infuriates me when people ID me. Me too. I'm and so sorry. You, I mean, you do still look like you're kind of at that cutoff. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I know, but, it's uh, just frustrating. And it, it's yeah. frustrating, too, because, like, you know, we're 10 years past, like, removed having that that ID saying 21 or whatever, like, yeah. right there. And Lulu, like, never brings her ID. Never. <laughs> or it's always in the car. It's always wherever. Yeah. Like, we went bowling the other day with the kids, and uh, we were trying to grab, you know, some pina coladas. I got a long Iceland iced tea. And like the high school girl that was working there is asking for our IDs, and like I guess Lulu does look kind of young, but I don't know. Like still, we have kids with us. Like, yeah, you, you got an eight year old. What yeah, are you talking about and a twelve year old, and it's like oh, yeah. it's just like I don't know. Just do the math. Do the math right here. Yeah, about oh. these ages. Use and some then, use some common sense. Anyway, she only let us. I'll let you go, but she. She only let us have one drink. She wouldn't let... So I, like, acted like I was drinking her drink, and then we, like, oh, can I have another drink? And right. then, then she kind of, like, started questioning it, and uh, she was like, is that going to be for you or for your girlfriend? And I was like, oh, it's mine. Like, what? you know, I'm oh, done God. with that one. What then she narc. took the other one away. You got to play that game at 32 years old? Yeah. Jeez, killing. But what were you going to say? Sorry. Speaking of math, when I was on the cruise, I got back from an excursion, I went up to the bar, and I was just getting, like... I don't know. I think I got like an April spritz or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you have your ID on you? And when you're on like the new cruises, usually like all the things are attached, like your room. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And he asked for my ID. Luckily, I had it on me because I'd just been off the ship. 
and I hand in my ID and I have the horizontal one. So that means I'm over 21. Yeah. And, um, he was like staring at it in 1996. He said like 1996, 2023 minus 1996. Are you serious? And he was like stuck. And luckily this sweet, like middle-aged woman was sitting at the bar with like her mom or something like an older lady. And she was like, she said the year, what is it? Uh, 2002. Yeah. That's the cutoff right now. She's like 2002 makes her 21. Anything. And he was like, well, I was like, I'm 1996. And she was like, she's 26. She can have a drink, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like anybody who remembers Y2K, you can have a drink. Yeah. But it's, yeah. See, I feel like it's easy ever since the, the new millennium, like, from 2000 it's made to it count to 21. Yeah, it sure. used to be like, I feel like you, you had to do math. So that guy's really incompetent, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just like I was tired and I was like, are you kidding me, bro? Because yeah. like I messed up my first ID. I've told you that story. Yeah. I got the date wrong. I was that guy because my math was off, but it was on you know random years. But like now, I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, okay, yeah. Like anything. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. 20. 20. 20, 20 like 20 years. 23 yeah. years. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was having a bad day. Um, yeah. Um, it's been know, a long, maybe some sickness. Yeah, I mean. Seasickness, whatever. Cruise workers. Oh, it was probably a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know on fake IDs, you like have to memorize the stuff on it? Sure. So when they ask you, okay, well, what's your zip code? Yeah. And you can be like, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I moved a lot growing up. And so uh, my parents built a house my freshman year. And we had moved into it. And I had memorized my new address. So I could, like, send stuff home. Or yeah. Whatever, while I hadn't updated my ID yet. And we walked into a bar. And it was, like, a girl my age. Like, I knew her. And she was like, oh. Because at the time, you had to be 18 to get in some places. Uh-huh. And he or she was like, oh, well, what's your address? And I spouted off my new address. And she was like, is this a fake? And I was like, girl, it doesn't even say I'm 21. I yeah. just moved. I don't know. I just thought that made me irritated again. That's what mm. happened to me. She's getting irritated again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. she used to got some resentment you're holding yeah. on to there. Yeah. I would too, though. Because yeah. I told you, I've told this on the podcast, I got my ID taken up like three years ago. Or even <sighs> two years ago. And I'm like, dude, like, look at my hairline. <laughs> like, let's, it's because I spouted off the wrong uh, oh, address man. and oh I just wasn't like paying attention or whatever and he was like and I was just like just check it put it under a black light like I'm here what, I'm not gonna like because the thing is is like if they say it's a fake ID some people you know will do have the confidence and be like no it's not yeah. if it is a fake or they will be like well can I just have it back please you know oh yeah and uh or they'll run <laughs> you know Dude, yeah. yeah and uh I was doing the first one I was like dude like Look at me. Like, what else? Give me. I, I. This is it. This is my ID. I need this. Right. And nope, took it. Had to Dude, go back up to Oklahoma, crazy. all that stuff. I yeah. got one of my brother's friend's um, IDs taken in Baltimore when I visited him in college one time. And they all wanted to get me into this bar. And my brother was like, this is a terrible idea. Like, he looks so young. Like. <laughs> And I really did. Yeah, um, you still do. You so, little... dude, I remember, like, oh, you had to go up these stairs, and it's a guy with a flashlight at the bottom of the stairs. You go up the stairs. Pretty typical setup. Classic scenario. Yep. So I'm at the bottom of the stairs, and the guy with the flashlight, he's checking IDs and everything, he gets to me, and 
like B was mentioning, like I had memorized all of what was on the ID and he, he like shines the flashlight in my face, looks over. Um, and I remember turning around to my brother's friend. He was lighting a cigarette. I was like, give me a new port. Give me a new port. So <laughs> he gives me a new port. I'll light up a cigarette and I look at the guy again. I was like, there's no way he's going to deny me with his cigarette in these lips. Wow. Like, and, and just looked at him and like, like what? <laughs> and he, uh, I would have thrown you out right then and there. New ick acquired. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it worked though. I was able to get in. Um, and then another guy was like, there's no way that dude is old enough. And he went back and grabbed me mm. and took my ID, looked at it. And he actually knew the other guy because that guy goes to that bar pretty often. He's like, no, <laughs> you out. Damn, did he kick his your your brother's? They took out? the ID. No, he wasn't there. Oh, gotcha. and he took the ID, and then my brother, uh, some of his other friends, were like, no, like we need that ID back. <laughs> like, the kid can stay outside, but we need the ID back. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, fuck Tommy. It's like, fuck. God, I thought I did it. Um. Anyways, B, what else have you seen online? I want. I heard you say the word ick. Um, and we've talked a little bit about it. The uh, the the word ick. Yeah. Some of them are just like normal ass things. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, you're like my age, and I shouldn't even know what this is. An ick is something that uh, usually a girlfriend will say that they have an ick about their boyfriend for something that they do. And I've seen videos of it, like, you know, one of them was on a zip line, and they were just like kind of being a little bit too much, a little extra. Right, they were kind of like flailing around, a little screaming, a little, little yeah, kind of screaming a little bit, like fending for their lives, and that was an ick. But then I've also seen it for normal ass things, like wearing a helmet when they're riding their bicycle. Or I'm not, I don't ride my helmet when I'm a loser. But like just normal things, like or riding a bicycle in general, or like just how they, I don't know, just normal things and. Yeah, it is a double-edged sword. I want to hear what you guys think, because um, this is what I think. I'm going to say my thing, <laughs> then we can get into it. Uh, so for a long time, the last like I would say ten years or so, men have had to be very masculine. But it has kind of uh, gotten to the point now where it is celebrated for them to have like different aspects of their life, right? And now, yeah, like taking care of themselves, taking care yeah. of themselves. Yeah. And now, it is kind of there's like this pushback, and it's coming to a form of like the ick, where it's like, oh, I don't like that. And it's like, it's a little bit. It's it's like a, it's almost I wouldn't say toxic masculinity, but it's the opposite of where women are like have been kind of having an internalized ick, misogyny. Internalized misogyny. Yes. Yeah. Some of the extreme ones, yes, I will say that. Yes. Some of the like. Some of them are funny because we'll like it. some of it's funny and it's. Dude, yeah. I saw a guy snap on Facebook over that. Oh recently. really? Yeah, last week. Yeah, he. I mean, he went off. He went off bad, talking about that, and uh, <laughs> he was. Uh, I think what had happened was um, someone in his life um, wronged him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably that but, usually but someone else in his life uh took their own life and mm. um 
So I think he was pretty motivated to speak up about some stuff going on and about guys being able to speak up about mental health, mental health and yeah. how you're feeling. And, you know, we, we covered some of that on an episode yeah. uh, with our friend Charles yep. uh, with my Nay goose clothing um, about that specifically is what yeah. we talked about. I think it's like um, it's this this pendulum that swings back and forth uh, with, you know, from the extreme of I'm Mr. Tough Guy yeah. to being way too feminine and, like, you know, in the way of, like, how roles are played out and people's perception and mentality of that. When you bring the melting pot of America and all these different cultures and how you grew up and then you add in everyone's own unique life experiences, it's a clusterfuck Mm because it's like nobody knows anymore. Like really like, where is that line? Yeah. So we're talking about X and I think what like is popular on the internet is like they see their boyfriend like swimming and it's like cringy. It's just normal day stuff. Or like they watch him brush their teeth and yeah. Or like, or they see him hold a, a pen, like a crayon. Yeah. That's how they write. Just different that stuff. And, kind of stuff. But that like one, holding up a fish in a picture, like I've seen that be one. Girls are like, that's you know. To me, I've only seen like silly ones, but I think I like to. those, only seen silly ones. those nasty ones that you're talking about. There's some underlying things there are, going on there. there like you don't like that person. Yeah, on both oh, sides yeah. of it. On yeah. both sides of it. If you're right, if it's hyper masculine, if it's not, if it's you know. Uh, Sorry, I get down some rabbit but, holes. But yeah, yeah, but, like, but whoa, the, whoa, one whoa. That, the one that one that. B and I are talking about, yeah, are just normal ass stuff. Yeah. And some of them are funny because the crayon kinda, one, I could see how that one's funny. Like, I saw a video and she was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever seen my boyfriend. He was like signing a card. And he's holding. Yeah, I was talking about holding crowns. I got a little dark. I feel bad now. Um, yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. um, he was holding the pen like a caveman. Yeah, like, like, a, like a kindergartner. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's funny. Like, I get that. And but she there's, wasn't being serious. Yeah, she was like, I think I think bees for me would be how I like. But to to Tommy's point about what he's saying, okay, that is that is a little bit about what I'm getting at too with the internalized uh, misogyny. <laughs> is that like to a degree? Like at first, it starts off as funny with the crayon, yeah. or it starts off funny with like the zip line and seeing them kind of scream a little bit, and it's kind of funny. Uh, but then there's other ones that are like just normal ass stuff that it's just like. Maybe you shouldn't be with this person yeah, if this you is. Maybe don't like. This. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's that's a little bit. There's a that's the the veil or the line that I'm talking about. It's not necessarily the action that they're doing. It's more of like the actual person. The actual person. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. It's like this is every day. That yeah. Exactly. Mine for Tommy is every time he brushes his teeth, he like gags so loud. Oh, I've heard sometimes, him do it. Sometimes I've heard him do it. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't mean That's that. when you know you're really hitting it, though. <laughs> That's when you're, you're really He's brushing He's got clean teeth, teeth Dude, y'all. sorry for keeping my tongue clean. Exactly. Jeez. What's wrong uh, for me? Sorry that I have a gag reflex. Like, <laughs> my yeah. bad. Sorry if anybody that... I know people sometimes hear that noise and they want to throw up. Dude, so sorry well, for like, when I was uh, drinking real heavy, I'd throw up every morning. Mm. And... Just I, reset. I think it tr- triggers, it triggers <laughs> that, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, dude. I had a roommate that would do that. Uh, I threw up every day when I was yeah. when I was drinking. Yeah, uh, I had a real roommate. heavy. It's it's gross hearing that when you it was your, when you're your roommate. 
uh, I had a guy that did that. He would just just throw up every morning. Yeah. And uh, and then we just be he'd be okay. Yeah, be great. Yeah, uh, hit it again. Uh, I think her uh, her other one is like how I am with um, like just it's the day to day. I think especially when you're living with someone, uh-huh. it just builds and builds oh, and builds because yeah. it's like if I don't pack. If I don't f- like, she is meticulous about how she packs a bag. Yeah, I'm not. I'm like, make it fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you like know, packing cute. Like, I'm kind of, she gets very irritated. I'm kind of like her, but I do also make it fit. Like, I need to make. I have specific spots for it, but it's got to fit. Like, I'm with, I'm, I'm yeah, both but sides. I'm talking like if I don't roll a shirt the right way, like oh yeah, like the first time I ever came over to his apartment, I was, was going on the yeah, I was going on a I quick was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was playing music. Yeah, and I was leaving for a couple shows. Go ahead. I was taking him to the airport, and he was taking his guitar and a backpack. And he's like, "I'm just gonna buy some shirts while I'm there." Like, <laughs> that's what I usually do. Hell and I yeah. was like, "Oh God, he's one of these kind of guys." Hell yeah. yeah. And I saw him like putting stuff in his backpack, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hold on." I opened the backpack, and it was. I was like, "Tommy, all your clothes <laughs> are going to be so Wrinkled. wrinkled. Yeah. That even an iron, like some of this you cannot iron. Yeah. So I dumped out his bag. We had to leave like, I don't know, eight minutes later or something ridiculous. I was pissed. That's another thing, <laughs> And I refolded it all. When but then on, I was like, thank you. That's another thing. When you're on a trip, though, you do got to save some room for the stuff that you buy there. And I'm with you. Like shirts like that, like that's that's one of the things that I like to go get on trips. I want to get, or a hat or something. You got to make room for that as well. Yeah. So I, no, I do. Tommy was going no. to Ross to buy t-shirts yeah, I, to this wear. Was not su- oh. This was not no souvenirs. This was not souvenirs, Kelly. Oh. This was, uh, I'm going from, gosh, Nashville. That's when you just didn't do laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually forget which run I was making. I was going to three different cities, and I was like. You're going to California. I'll just stop by a Marshalls or Ross and figure this out. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, and, and it is what it is. Um I, I I don't know if I have icks really, but one thing that I s- I said to B the other day, whoa there tiger, <laughs> <Sorry>. I said uh, <laughs> I, I was giving her a hard time, um about the way she was breathing, mm. and uh, <laughs> she dude that's my ick I know it now she uh especially when she was eating, the way she was breathing. And my nose was so stuffed <laughs> up. You Tommy, you chew mouth. with your was, mouth open. It was a heavy mouth breather. <laughs> it's not even out of the mouth. It's like a. Mm-hmm. I don't Sorry, know. I chew with my mouth closed. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, for me, it my, yeah. I know that Lou's got a bunch of icks for me, but it's <laughs> mainly because like she is very. She's very clean, like has like processes to things. I'm really not, you know, and I'm trying to get for we've been living together for like two years now. Yeah, Uh, I've gotten way better at that. But the ick that I have for her is when we play um, Fortnite uh, or just games in general online with each other. You know, we're we're in the same apartment, but we, uh, you know, are in different rooms and she'll be like eating something. She'll be like maybe some Cheez Its or whatever you want, whatever the snack of choice is, and I'm just hearing that come through the intercoms just like that, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, Why "Are you laughing, Tommy? You do that." 
And it, what are you talking <laughs> about? Not in the not in the mic while I'm mic'd it's up. Like, yeah, and it's like going through my brain. And I'm just like, <laughs> she needs to stop right now. Yeah. Not, I, not it while, makes me so annoyed. Not I while hate. I'm upgrading my shields. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the breathing thing it, it was more funny to me. I think what made her mad is I said <laughs> she sounded like her mom. And I think she just like really got irritated. Yeah. Um, just giving. But it's fun to give. Everyone yeah, a hard time Exactly like, It's fun to Yeah Dish I'll, back and forth Especially Tommy loves to do it When it's like I'm trying to get something done Or <laughs> I'm stressed about something Yeah I'm like hey We don't need to be so stressed right now Yeah I'm Yeah That's the same <laughs> oh, When you gosh. know how to press someone's buttons It makes it fun Oh yeah Exactly <laughs> It does uh, Let's take a break When we come back We got the music section uh, We do it at the very end of every month Just We got you, some We got some good tunes coming up Some bangers yeah, stick with us. We'll be right back. Sounds good. All right, all right. We're back. Um, music section, my favorite part of this podcast. It really is because I like every single time uh, we do this, some of the songs that you play, like they're in my rotation after that. Likewise, dude. I've, I've put. More than a couple of songs uh, that you've brought to the table. Yeah. Um, I'll, I bump in the truck now. Um, this time around, so usually like I'll try to either feature somebody that uh, is a friend of mine that's coming out with something new or something that I've, you know, that I'm listening to, but more on the, on the, the new side. This time around, um, what I want to do is uh, I'm doing a lot of like when I'm working, uh, I'm doing a lot of spreadsheets and I'm doing a lot of stuff that like, I've got to almost be mindless. Yeah. Uh, where, when I'm listening, whatever I'm listening to. And so usually I'll either put on like, uh, you know, songs that don't have any vocals to them, like instrumental, nice. some explosions in the sky, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But sometimes um, it's too, too slow for me or it'll be some math rock, some like polyphia. If you know who that is, they do a lot of like, and then like you start paying attention to that too yeah, much. Too much. Yeah. Um, or it'll be there's this band that I have, and I'll probably when they come out with a new album, I'll I'll I want to deep dive into them and talk about them. But Sigaros or Sigarus is what some people call them. They're like a Iceland band. Yeah, uh, they're really good. Uh, but this band, uh, I've I've listened to them for a long time. Uh, they're more of like an EDM, like house music type of uh, music. Okay. Big gigantic. Okay. They've got a, it's two guys. One of them plays the sax. The other yeah. one's kind of more like the DJ. Yeah. Uh, this song came out last month, uh, but it just like kind of amps you up to. I like it just already. Kind of play some or just go through some spreadsheets. You know, if it's if it's too mindless sometimes, and you just listen to the same explosion of the sky, like right. You know, quiet guitar. It reminds me of the uh, old Adderall days. Exactly. Uh, the Adderall study music. Exactly. So this one is a little. I've been listening to them a lot. Uh, and, you know, a lot more, like, kind of house stuff that can be played in the background. But Big Gigantic's always been – I've always been a big fan of them. I, lo I love the sax. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I love sax, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, and it just, for whatever reason, goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, their sound. So this is uh, Back for More. It came out last month uh, with Nightmare, Big Gigantic, and Olivia uh, Sebastianelli. There we go. Pulling up Excel right now. Click, 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 yeah. baby. 
There's the big drop. Yeah, it's what you came for. <laughs> Yeah, it's a banger. I mean, every a lot of EDM music is uh, obviously they 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 have the big drop and all that kind of stuff, but it's just good to have in the background while you're like really going through it. It kind of makes you. It makes me want to get some stuff done. Exactly. I I can see why you listen to it in that setting. Yeah, it's like you know what I know I got to do this. Yeah, uh, or whatever you're doing, but it's 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 real pleasurable to listen to, um, and to have that in the background just pumping you up, cheering you on. Plus, uh, plus, like the saxophone is like a hit. It's like the cherry on top a lot, and they do that. Like, there's bands that do it as a gimmick, but like not just the saxophone, but a, a, an instrument that most likely wouldn't be there, right? And sometimes you try to bring that element in yeah. just to be different, but it when it work. actually works and fits, yeah, like a yellow card with the violin that yeah. fit with this, yeah. like it just fits, and I. It's it's like something about the having a little bit of the synthy going on, yeah, um, and then to have the big you know the big bass and the drop and have yep. that dude it's it's well done well yeah. crafted, um, and what I like about that too is the layering of the vocal in there, yeah, is like exactly what I would think of when I think of that mm-hmm. genre of music like that's really the epitome to me, yeah. You don't even have to focus in on that. Yeah, you, you don't have to your... know what it's saying, but yeah. it's like it, it's like it happens when you want it to happen. Yeah. What I think we should do, um, we'll get to your song is, but we should. I know you've been talking about putting some playlists together about some of the stuff that we have. Yeah. Maybe we come up with like a study or a work playlist. Yeah, we're, we're gonna just... be. Uh, yeah, we are putting together a PhD playlist, so it's gonna have all the music we featured, but then we're gonna have. Uh, also some sub playlists. Yeah. So it'll be lined out to where, like you said, like study yeah. music, um, you know, getting ready to go out music. Yeah, so maybe know. some country or different, some more folk indie yeah, stuff. Some yeah. Different vibes going on. Uh, which one do you want to, I got both of them right here. Top these two. Uh, let's go with, uh, the, the curse, the weather, okay. uh, album. So this, uh, I tell you what I was driving in my truck, um, running, running around town, taking care of some errands. And I, I let the uh, music platform do its thing. I let it go on shuffle playing random songs. Uh, you know, you, once you listen to one person's single or something, uh, it, it'll keep going and it'll just bring music that you discover. It's the um, best. And that's how I discovered this song. Um, now, the cool thing was I didn't realize the following they had already. Like, so this isn't like a super, super small, um, group, but, uh, it's Mo Lauda and the humble. Uh And the song is called lunar guidance. Um, and it's got a cool vibe. I, would say it's pretty universal as well. Yeah. You could listen to this while you were studying if you wanted to, uh, or if you're on a drive. Um, so, yeah, man, hit that play button. Yeah, Curse the Weather is the album, Mo Lada and the Humble. The song is Lunar Guidance.
his voice. Love it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they've got a little bit of like a jam band to them. Uh, there's another band. There's a lot of bands that, that makes me think of, like uh, that I like a lot. And I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. I don't know what happened. Uh, I just kind of cut out a couple times during that song. Uh, but I hadn't heard it before, so I didn't know if it was, there was going to be a break or oh, something. Oh, yeah, no. That was not part of the production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's cool. It happens. Uh, yeah, no, this song is... So his vocal and the music, it's like... A lot of different bands uh, mixed together. Yeah, um, like uh, you, you could say, um, I mean, Mount Joy. Like you know, you could say even like you know the Peppers. Like there's all sure. these influences that I hear. Yeah, uh, when I when I heard that one that I like a lot. I I was actually gonna feature them this week. Uh, it's a band I like to listen to, and I was listening to them on the way over here, and I was like, why not? A uh, big pile of leaves. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Okay. It's got a bunch, just like almost yeah. like a hop to it. Like, don't, dude. Like the bass kind of like hops it through the song, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and then the drums obviously are just like kind of popping around with that with the pocket. So the actually, I thought about you when I heard this song because it was kind of in the same yeah pocket that you that's like my, to play in. That's my bag for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So. And you know, you, you, a lot of hat going on in yeah. there. Um, but it, it's cool, and I, I like how it's uh, it's just relaxing, but also it's got a little bit of energy that comes out. Yeah, so it hit me at the right time while I was driving, and uh, I saved it and put it on the playlist. Hell yeah, dude! I like it. So, this next one, everybody knows who this person is. Um, they came out with a new single, or it wasn't even them, it, they're featured on the song. Uh, it's Andre 3000, Three Stacks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, Dre. Exactly. So he's, uh, you know, part of a group that he used to be part of called The Outcast. With Big Boy. With Big Boy. Um, but he is not on this song. It's Andre 3000 and Killer Mike. Um, it's a song that came out, I think, last month. It's a new album, right? Uh, yeah, but it's not Andre. So Andre doesn't really come out with. Um, he comes out, he features like every year. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to get into, honestly, but I, I, I want to let the song play for itself. And then I wanted to, that's what I wanted to kind of get into for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it sounds good. So this song's called Michael by Killer Mike featuring Andre 3000. It's called Scientists and I Engineers. Communication coming in. 
too much that I can't communicate with all of them. I do wish I had scientists or engineer friends. Let's go. Get out of here, Petro. It's cheaper than it's ever been. And then, who's to say when I will end? All I know is when the portrait painted, better have your portion of the rent. A dollar more and you will get upgraded when you think you've made it. You are then just tolerated, overrated. Hope I'm 80 when I get my second win. Small potatoes, all I ate before potato chips would cut my corner lips. Operator, operator, I would pray that you connect me to a sip. Of sangria, zambia, camera, cameo, hand me a handful of hips. A stamina, stampede of happily happenings, dabbling into a blip. Beyond neon, beyond the ambience, be honest, you promise that you will live. Do summers ever forget? Put your must feel like a kid. Cucumber will make a trip. Do jump on and hit a split. Hookers don't really do shit. Do get lantern in it, bitch. Rebelling is like an itch. Oh. There you go. Wow. Yeah, so he just... Dude, that is cool. Yeah, it's so different. You know what that is like to me? It's like if Stranger Things, Gospel Music, and Outcast had a baby. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And they named it Michael. <laughs> um, yeah, I... So, this is what I want to get into. Andre 3000, he's probably one of my... I would say in the top ten, maybe top five favorite rappers, favorite... Uh, definitely like hip hop artist, and he hasn't really like him and Big Boy. Obviously, with Outkast, they haven't. They're they're not together, right? Right. And it's not like they they just broke up. It wasn't a. It was more of like a wham situation where I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary, but uh, George Michael and Andrew like they they were just like, all right, hey, I'm kind of we're good. Yeah. And then they just that, they had a last show and that was it. Kind of happened with Outkast, like. They got what they could out of the experience yep. together and then kind of split ways, split. but it wasn't like... It was amicable. But, I mean, they're both from ATL. Yep. Um, repping ATL is strong. Yeah. And it's cool to have that relationship in music um, and to bring that because, I mean, coming out of Atlanta, yeah, like that is the roots of a lot of the music that we listen to, especially today. Some, you know, still trap is still huge. Yeah, um, and Big Boy is more of the producer. Outcast, or sorry, uh, Andre Three Thousand is kind of more of the front front man of Outcast. But um, it seems like almost every year, Andre Three Thousand comes out with a feature on an album, and a couple times it's been Drake. Uh, it's been Kendrick Lamar one year, one uh, during Orange Channel, which is a Frank Ocean's like first album. Uh, he had an, he had a verse on a song called Pink Matter, and every one of his verses are just like incredible. That one was a good verse. I like it. It's not my favorite, but it's it's uh, it just sounds like he's just talking to you. The initial cadence of it, yeah, the I, whole way through. I didn't like at first, and then once. I realized what it was. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So the synth, you know, everything came back in mm -hmm. um, and it faded back out. Yeah. And the second it faded back out, it it, it just really stands on its own. Yeah. It's a and then you hear the, the harmony background vocals going on. Um, and it adds layers to it. And then it builds into this kind of... So churchy gospel yeah um sound it hits a lot of different genres for sure in the right way the uh thing i want to say is um it's he's gone on an interview or something in a couple years like a few years ago saying uh i don't think that i'm relevant anymore like he's saying i come up with features because i don't know 
if the sound that I'm making, like this music that I appreciate and that yeah. I like to make, is relevant anymore. But every year he comes out with one of the hardest verses of uh, like rap. I think that's interesting because I think a lot of people from that time frame um, feel that way today. Like Danny Brown. Yeah, he, he, Danny Brown has a bunch of three stacks like influence. I definitely hear that. I never thought about that. Yeah, and alongside of that is Danny Brown. I heard, gosh, it, it was in, within the last year. Yeah, um, I had heard him in an interview talking, and he was kind of saying the same thing. Really, he was like, I. He said, "I think I'll always make the music that I want to make." whether it's successful or not, but for the first time in a long time, I don't really, like, I feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, because, like, it's, it's, he's like, I'm afraid of, like, yeah. I don't know what's gonna, you know. What What's what's the next step? Like, he, there's, you're so comfortable in what you have, which is, there's no problem with that if what you have is, like, a secret sauce. You know what I mean? There's a secret sauce that you can go into and dip into. That's great. And yeah. that's what I think Danny Brown definitely has. Andre 3000 definitely has that. But there's also trends in hip-hop, and uh, especially, that come and go. And they don't last forever. Like, there's 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 little small pockets of mumble rap and hip-hop backpack artists and stuff like that. But, like, uh, for the overall, like, the people that are charting, it changes every year. You'll see people come in and, come and drop off. Yeah. But um, I think... I think I want to disagree with like three stack or with Andre 2000 with saying like, if he came out with an album, it would be incredible. It would like, go hard. Yeah. If, if him and he had B, big boy, like produce a couple of the songs, it would, he could, it said in the song, I'm like, he say when I turn 80 or whatever, I'll get my second win. Uh, yeah, you, bro, you, you're, already, you're already there. You're already there. Do it. But anyway, uh, so since then I've been listening to a lot of like Outcast. So I'm, Hell yeah. I'm back in my Outcast era. There as we, we go. Say. There uh, we go. Yeah, and I've been for whatever reason I've been seeing a lot of covers of like, uh, you know, Outcast songs. Yeah. And I've always, you know, Outcast has like a bunch of like really sad songs. Like Hey Ya is like a really sad song. Upbeat like, but sad. It's yeah. super upbeat, but it's like you know, like yeah. thank God for mom and dad sticking two together because we don't know how. Like the whole song is just about yeah, basically them not being able to work it out. But it's like, but, hey, but you got little kids yeah. <laughs> in their toddler seats in the back. Yeah, just it. going yeah. off. Yeah. But uh, all right. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about no, sh uh, shout out Outcast. It's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you brought that song out. Uh, yeah, brought it here. Yeah. Speaking of covers, um, he's uh, he's not new to us. He's not new to the podcast. Uh, he's actually going to be jumping on an episode pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, Joey Green. He he's doing something pretty cool. Yeah, I like this. Song. He's digging back into where he came from and his influences uh, and songs that you know matter to him and doing covers. Um, so I think he kind of named it Take Cover. Um, yeah. And the latest song he just dropped, uh, he just dropped it uh, a couple weeks ago now, but uh, it's a mashup of What's Up and Let's Get It On. Um, so I have heard him do this live mm -hmm. uh, several times and without fail... He nails every note of it. Oh yeah, in his own lane. 
Um, and it's cool because he's actually been putting out some clips on social media. That's like you get to know him a little bit more if you don't know him. And he kind of sits down in front of the camera and just talks to you. And uh, he'll tell you he'll tell you all about it. He was, uh, you know, the first time he he didn't know if he could really nail this song because of one note. Oh. And uh, I think he sails. Okay. So here we go. Depend on the time I'm playing that's uh that's michael michael joey green years, my life is still trying to get up this great big hill home to a destination and i realized quickly like i knew i should this world has made a song brotherhood a man for whatever that means and I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out. What's in my head and I'm feeling a little hungover. But then I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream the truth. get on with joey after i heard that there's that thing dude i can i'm picturing him at a uh i'm picturing him just uh like at a venue right and you can just you know you can see them you can picture 
the middle-aged women just standing oh, up God. with their, you know, their drinks in their hand, their margaritas. They're just dancing. They got the little uh, hips swaying. I mean, it's Cougar Central. Yeah, it really is. It is. He he's got that special thing, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that register. Oh yeah, where he can just wail on it. He should have been in a heavy metal or in a hair metal band, like you know, three decades ago. He like, oh uh, yeah, he was born in the wrong generation, but he's bringing it back. Oh maybe. man, I tell you what, yeah, it was a, uh, it was it was uh, it was always a little nerve wracking opening up for him. I could because you know it. what's coming, and you yeah. know it's it's it's. I mean, yeah. It really is. It's something else. Um, So, anyways, he's got some really cool things coming up. He'll be announcing. So I'm really excited for him. Yeah, and uh, excited for that too. Uh, You're telling me about it. I'm excited to hear about some stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah. So that's Joey Green. Uh, Check him out. Um, Anyways, we are PhD. I'm Tommy Desalt. I'm Kellen King. You can find us everywhere at Post Hump Day. Uh, check out, subscribe to our YouTube. We're on Instagram, Threads, Twitter, you name it, TikTok, everywhere you are. So we'll see you on the other side.